1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: You know, I have to admit it. School, learning, studying, and exams were never really on my list of priorities. It really was a case of, let's get this over with. Get on the horse and ride out of town or right out of school, in this case. Now, I really need to emphasize my regret for that sort of attitude. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Thank you, Frank. That's exactly what I needed. However, I suppose like all of you, we had teachers that we really respected, and we had teachers that, well, we hadn't an overwhelming growl This evening on Where the Road Takes Me, though, I'm going to take you across the county bounds and into the county of Kerry to meet one of my former secondary school teachers, a man I had great respect for and still do. Con could be on a crusta at times and when required to be. He could also be funny and helpful. He was also a good teacher. Well, if I graduated to honours Irish, he must have been a good teacher. So we're heading just inside the Kerry border and not far from Kinmare on the Castletown Baird Kinmare Road to meet Con O'Sullivan, better known as Con Derrahy. Faulkner O'Donovan from the Barra Historical Society is with me. Faulkner thought it a good idea for me to go and meet Con. The idea to interview and record Con was also suggested to me on many occasions by Brendan O'Neill, also a former pupil of Con's. You see, Con was a philosopher a mine of information, and back then in St. Joseph's Secondary School in Castletown Bear, he was regarded as being ahead of his time. So, let's go meet him. Welcome to Where the Road Takes Me, and thanks for dropping by. In 1831, two years after Daniel O'Connell's Emancipation Act, Catherine Macaulay founded the Sisters of Mercy Order. Branches of the order quickly opened throughout the country. The year 1864 was significant for the people of the Bearer Peninsula. Mother Bridgman and Sister Xavier Kenyon arrived in Castletown Bear from Killarney and started the Mercy Order in the town. Quite a lot happened in between, but let's fast forward to 1964 when Manskull Nef Yosef became the first co-ed school in Ireland. There were 100 girls and 30 boys on the roll. By September 1968, there were 220 pupils on the school roll. Enter one Con O'Sullivan, teacher from County Kerry. Much later, he along with Sister David would do their level best against all odds to give me some grasp of Irish, history and English. The last time I met Con O'Sullivan, I called him sir, as were all students required to do when referring to their teachers, and I presume still do, or maybe. I began by asking Con if teaching was something he always wanted to do, and to what extent was he encouraged to do so
3: at home. A good question. My mother was the primary support because my mother, she was a, one of a big family, but she had three of her sisters were teachers and one of her brothers. And my mother, Barbie woman, had the greatest influence on me.
2: And w- what was life around here like when you were growing up here? Was it, a, was it a happy time for you?
3: Every young person is happy, John. Well, we start at the beginning. I was born the 16th of June, 1941. Went to Dowless National School walking and cycling, depending if the bikes were going. From 19... 19- 47 until 54, during which time I was confirmed on the 10th of May 1953, and I did the primary search in July of that year over in Douras National School, and that was stage one of my education gone. I hoped to become a primary teacher, but I hadn't the gift of the O'raniuk, the singing. So I went to Dublin then, to UCD, And I did a degree there. My subjects were Irish, English, History and Latin. When I was obliged to drop one of the subjects after first start, and I dropped Latin, right? I got the degree. I got the H.D.I.P. And in August 1964, my youngest sister Claire, thank God she's still alive, she heard inside the convent in Kenmare that the Mercy Order in Castellung we're opening the opportunity for lads, boys, post-primary, to come to the convent. And that's where I started on the 5th of September, 1964. And the only word kicked around Castellar at the time was "coed, coed, co The lads, post-primary, boys and girls, male and female, sitting together, a convent.
2: That was a big thing at the time.
3: A major step, yeah. to, a major step in the Mercy Order and Sister de Lourdes. Sister de Lourdes is still alive, thank God for that. It was a new era for Castletown and three years later, when Donal O'Malley, got be good to the man brought in his educational bill or educational act and the buses on the road were well, equal opportunities. Our parity of esteem was there for everyone from, in the case of the Baird Peninsula from Dairn Cairn to the Dorsey Sound on the southern side of the peninsula and from Malara, my own county here, taught the dorsey Sound to the open for everyone, which was the greatest achievement in Irish education in my lifetime. Anyhow, because young people, at a critical time, they had transport and they had equal opportunities.
2: The subjects you taught then in castletown Bear, what I remember, I know you taught me Irish you taught me history and you taught latin as well did you i did john yeah you, you taught latin as well, well
3: not the first year yeah or maybe not the second year well i had latin only in first arts i was entitled to teach it but it was sister Lourdes who suggested that i should do it and i did it the best of my ability
2: and were those subjects favorites of yours did you like those subjects yourself
3: i did john i did i have to admit i did but every young person starting off in any walk of life they might think they know a lot but you never know a subject and one teaches it that's my simple belief about the whole thing Pupils they're learning and the teacher they're learning too because it's very hard to give a definition of knowledge very very hard no one has a monopoly of knowledge but very very happy to think that of, irrespective of, as to what subject i was teaching
2: And uh, I remember you drove from your home here to Castletown every morning in in the black Volkswagen Beetle.
3: (laughs) Yeah, she was great, John. OZNB 547.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It progressed, of course, then from the convent and it went to what is now the community school.
3: Yeah, but it took a while. 1977... Well, this is all over the country now, not in Castellanbeira. In 1977, amalgamations were part of the educational process. happened all over the country. Vocational schools and convents linking up together, amalgamating together. And that's exactly what happened in Castellanbeira in 19... Well, at the staff of both schools came together. But when Skullfabalbeira, that was September 1980... The staff of the vocational school had occupied the Scolfoble in September 1979.
2: The Sisters of Mercy provided a wonderful educational service to the people of the Beira Peninsula. What would have been the alternative for boys if, for instance, the sisters decided not to accept them in the convent secondary school in those early days of the 60s and 70s? The people of Beira certainly have a lot to thank the Mercy Sisters for, and Conno Sullivan agrees wholeheartedly.
3: Oh, indeed. I call it transitional time because it was the convent. Girls had been doing the Leaving Cert in the convent for how many years before that? I do not know, to my regret. And from 1964 on then, the lads, there were three lads in the convent, post-primary section, when I went to Caslough, but I never had them in class with the result. I never got to know, the, know them properly, those three lads. Now, there were more the next year, Started off in 14, I remember all those well, all the way up along the line, but it was a major step. And till the amalgamation, Castle Bayer has, the students of Castledown they are and always will be deeply grateful to Sister Mary de Lourdes from County Wicklow. Because she was highly efficient, capable, demanding, authoritative, but Behind it all, she was a very fair, deeply appreciative woman. I can stand full square behind that. When did retirement come about then for your con? Circumstances obliged me. You know, I had to take early retirement. I retired in 1st or 2nd of November 2000.
2: And how did you feel about that?
3: To be honest, John, it was a big change in my life. It was a big change in my life because I was going to cast down for 36 years, always drove backwards and forwards, during which time, well, I got to know a lot of people. Well, naturally enough from here to Down Bear, I would know them better than I would know the people and the parents from out west. But when the schools amalgamated in 1980, it was then I got to know Bear properly because a parent-teacher meeting and pupils coming in, subconsciously, You'd learn a lot about them, you would know them and recognise them even by their features because I was so long in Castler. some of the pupils, girls and lads whom I had taught in the convent, when their progeny or sh- children came to school, i know them instantaneously even by the very look of their faces.
2: So it's true to say that you spent almost all of your teaching life in Castledon Baird.
3: Oh, there I started and yeah. there I ended. And I was obliged to take early retirement, but I was in contact with, I don't know who the man was, above and at Lawn, on Rhineadachish, branch on Irvonadachish, Curnamaddy, all Owen, Cundamaddy, in the In English, the Department of Education, secondary branch, Curnamaddy, at Lone, County Westmeath. And he did say to me, the man never met him. He did say to me, you're easy to track, he said, because you finish where you began. I said, that's exactly it. And I also told him that maybe it was he who referred to it. I also told him that I had no alternative but to take six weeks off, thank God for it. That was all I took from September into August, 92 till the 1st of November 92, I had to take that off because of the trouble with my eyesight and that's where it began.
2: Con remembers meeting Sister De Lourdes, principal of the Convent Secondary School for the first time before he took up a position as a teacher there. She would be the first of many principals he would come in contact with and work under in his 36 years in Castletown Bear.
3: They all did a good job, John. They all had their different approaches, but each and every one of them did a very good job. You may ask me, you might ask me, Sister Lure told me, I'd say the first day I ever met her, that a school functions basically in two words, order and punctuality. Now, punctuality may not have been my strong point because until the buses came on the road, anywhere between Lark and down. I may have to stop. I wasn't obliged to stop to pick up kids and therefore a person could be five minutes late in school, which was grand, didn't make a mighty difference in the world. But those two words, I never had any trouble with ardour in any classroom or in any assembly. Punctuality, that improved when the school buses came on the road on the 5th of September 1967, thanks to Don O'Malley. That was the day they came on the road, the 5th of September 1967, the bus and a scholar, the school buses. Fast forward, when the schools amalgamated, my then principal was Seamus Lord, and God be good to the man, who did a very good job as principal between 1980 and 1988 when the man retired. A great friend of mine, his four daughters had come to the convent prior to the school's amalgamating, as had Michal Welsh's two daughters, Sorka and Nora, they had come to the convent So it could be said, can be said, that there was no distinction between the vocational school or the convent because this cross interaction of pupils.
2: And that brings us to the end, more or less, of part one of Where the Road Takes Me. Conno Sullivan, one of my former secondary school teachers, is my guest on the programme this evening. There's more to reminisce about on the early days of education on the Bearer Peninsula, so join me for part two in just a few moments.